Hey there. Good morning. Hey guys. Welcome to the skinny. All things aesthetics and skincare. We are so excited to uh, be talking to you guys today about one of our favorite things, which is Botox and Dysport. We love it and we know you guys love it. Right. Who doesn't? It's the number one aesthetic procedure in the world today. Um, and that's pretty true to our practice. We do a lot of Dysport around here. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of um, dive in and talk about the difference between Dysport and Botox. We use primarily Dysport here and I think there's a lot of reasons behind that. Um, one is we we just like it a little bit better. Two mm-hmm. is um, we've had really great success with it. And three is it kicks in a little bit faster. Yeah. Yeah. So it allows a little bit more movement in the face. I feel like we've kind of drifted more. We carry Botox as well, but we do more Dysport. Um, it just allows a little bit more movement, a little bit more natural appearing. Um, so we love it. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about what Botox and Dysport are exactly. Mm-hmm. So they both are botulin toxin type A. Um, they both work to essentially like block the nerve transmission to the muscle from to stop it from contracting. Um, it, like we've said, it's a scary word, but it paralyzes the muscle. And a lot of times when people hear that word, that's like a, oh nope, don't want to do that. That's like right. a, it's a scary word. In it, it, it can it gives it a bad rep because when you hear paralyzed, you think frozen and that's not the appearance that we go for. Absolutely not. And that's kind of the stigma surrounding why people don't want to do, you know, sometimes aesthetics in general, but definitely Botox. People are scared of that. Um, and I use the word Botox just because it's the trade name, but that deer and headlight look no one wants. Mm -hmm. So our goal is obviously to have like a very natural, beautiful result that just makes you look, you know, compliments your skincare regimen, makes you look like you're aging very gracefully. And of course it's preventative. So, um, you know, something that we're preventing these future deep lines or static Mm -hmm. lines, we call them, um, in the face. So while we're talking about that, I guess it's kind of a good thing to ask now. Um, people ask all the time, when should I get this? When should I start? When should I start Mm -hmm. doing Botox and Dysport? Yeah. I, I mean, and, and that's, that's also a hard question because it's individualized. We have Mm -hmm. patients that, they don't need a thing in their twenties. Like their skin is smooth and flawless and they don't have those static lines. And like Taylor was saying, static, meaning the lines are there before when you're not moving your face, the lines are, are sitting there. Um, and some people in their twenties don't have that. Some people in their twenties do. I had those lines in my twenties. For sure. Um, and that's genetic. It's genetic. Mm-hmm. And it just, it depends on the person. I, but I do think that earlier, the better, um, it's preventative. It's once those static lines are there, they can be harder to diminish. Um, we have women come in for the first time in their sixties and those, those lines have been there for years and it's, it's a lot harder to make those lines fade because they've, they've been there a long time. Right. We can get them to look better for sure. But, um, at that point it's really hard to, to make them completely look like they're not static anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, the procedure in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say people are like most scared of side effect wise or, you know, adverse event wise? Um, I feel like so many patients ask, does it hurt? Like before yeah. we inject, if they've never been injected before, so many patients are like, is it going to hurt? Right. In my opinion, no, right. it, it does not hurt. <laughs> I mean, we, we use insulin needles to inject it. They're the smallest needles ever. Okay. Um, it's tiny little pinches. It's, it's no big deal. Um, we have had patients that like have to take deep breaths during it, but it's just yeah. like, it, to me, it does not hurt. Or we use our distraction vibration device. Sometimes that, that is helpful as well. Um, yeah. We don't numb, we don't use ice. There's not really, 
know, necessarily a reason to, I, I do know that some injectors do use it. That's not in our practice, but it's so mm-hmm. fast, you know, it's the, so quick. The biggest part of this is truly the assessment process. And that's mm-hmm. us really getting to know your face. Um, so I guess we can kind of, you know, let's finish talking about what other side effects there are. Obviously you said we use needles, so there's some bleeding and bruising involved. The bleeding's obviously controlled instantaneously. Bruising will be pinpoint if anything and, mm-hmm. and uncommon, but you know, we don't have x-ray vision, so we know your anatomy very well, but of course you have more capillaries in your face than anyone can count. So yeah, sometimes there's tiny vessels there that we don't see and it, that may produce a small bruise, but that's not very common. Right. Not very common. Um, the scary side effects you see are, you know, brow ptosis and eyelid ptosis, again, incredibly uncommon. Um, we do a good screening to make sure that, you know, certain surgeries haven't happened in the upper face, um, that there's, you know, nothing else going on up there and that we're not over treating cause that is, or, or injecting in the wrong area. That's truly what causes those. So yeah, just making sure you're finding an injector who knows your face very well and they're giving you a really good assessment. It's not like a, a quick come in will be done in five minutes. The injection yeah. process is not long, but the assessment process can be. Yeah. You're wherever you go for your disport or Botox should not be cookie cutter. Everybody's right. face is different. And if you walk in and they don't talk to you or assess you or, you know, your face is different than everybody else's and they truly need to assess you, figure out what you're wanting out of this, um, mark you up and then go from there. And we always talk with our patients about how, how many units we recommend. Um, and whenever we recommend an amount of units, it's always a full treatment. So to make it the full treatment, to make it last. And we do have patients that come in on budgets and we understand that. Right. But whatever number we throw out there, that's what's going to be full treatment and cutting down from there may not make it last as long. Right. So you make a good point there and you're kind of talking about budget here. And, um, I think like across the board, maybe 12 to $14 a unit, we're talking Botox unit, not Dysport at this point. Um, we convert everything here just to make it easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, that varies greatly Mm -hmm. patient to patient. Um, I've heard as low as eight and as high as 14, I'm sorry, $18 a unit. Um, and that's, you know, dependent on what area you live in, but again, you know, Price can vary. Just make mm-hmm. sure that you're not getting the the Groupon Botox or Dysport, um, and it's by a skilled injector. I think that's probably the most important, important thing. I was just thinking about, we were just talking about side effects, and we, there was one we didn't say, which is, I feel like comp, people always ask us if, if they'll get a headache. Oh, sure, yeah. Botox is used to treat headaches. Right. Um, so when people experience a headache, it's not typically from the, the medication itself. It's from the little microtrauma from the needles, and it goes away. My, I mean, I, I get a headache sometimes, and sometimes I wonder if that's in my head, like if I'm thinking yeah. about that I have a headache. But it usually lasts like 10 minutes, and then it goes away. Well, I think, too, like think of it, we're using needles. Like if you got an immunization or a shot in your arm, like you do have a little bit of like discomfort there. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's part of it. Can dysport and Botox give a headache um, post-treatment? Absolutely. Is it common? No. Mm-hmm. Um, and people that do get the headache, it, it typically is just a day or two. Sometimes it can last longer. Um, we usually treat that with some Tylenol mm-hmm. and, and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but great that you touched on that as well. People often ask like, where are we putting Botox in the face? And, and that can be in so many different areas and, and we won't go into each one, but um, just to name a few, shout some out, McKenna. So we got the glabella, which is your 11 lines in between your eyebrows. Um, the frontalis, which is your forehead, um, crow's feet, obicularis oris, oculi, o- oculi sorry, oris is your mouth. Um, and then, um, those are the, I feel like those are the three most common that mm-hmm. we do. Yep. Um, 
And then we also do, you know, lip flips of the abicularis oris. Um, mm -hmm. There's a few little injection points we put above the lip um, to kind of flip that wet to dry border up a little bit, give the upper lip a fuller appearance. Right. Um, some patients, when they smile, their upper lip recesses, so it tucks under. And some patients don't like that. They want their upper lip to show. So it just kind of allows that to show when they smile. Right. Um, I feel like those are the most common areas we treat, um, but they're also, you can treat the full face. Right. You can Eyebrow lift, bunny lines. Gummy um, smile. Gummy smile, mentalis. There's RBF. A lot of different <laughs> 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 if you don't know what RBF is, Google it after this. I don't think we're allowed to swear, but... Um, I mean, I do all day, so <laughs> all day long. <laughs> we do treat RBF, <laughs> so make sure when you call us for an appointment, you you schedule for an RBF, RBF. treatment. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about when Botox and Dysport kick in. So, um, full treatment is is a full two weeks, and we often have people mm -hmm. text us after like a day, and they're like, "What's going on?" Why is my face not reacting to this? Yep. Well, not seeing anything yet. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be. Um, Dysport, typically 24 to uh, you know 72, even 96 hours. Um, I, we talk about this all the time. I'm a very fast reactor. Mm -hmm. Typically 24 hours after uh, you inject me, I'm... You're I'm, done. Yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, I also metabolize the drug really quickly. So, um, you know, it only really lasts in me 10 to, to 12 weeks. And um, for you, I think definitely the first time we injected you, it was a full 14 days. Uh, Come on, Dysport. <laughs> I was like, why is this taking so long? Why is one of my eyebrows moving and the other one's not? And that's another thing too. Like the first time I got injected, um, I was very strong. Like we always say strong. Like my right. forehead was very strong. I had three static lines there. I had probably like a 14 line, like wrinkles when I would raise my eyebrows. <laughs> I took a lot of units in my forehead and and, and in my glabella, that's yeah. normal for your first time. Um, it's a medication. Our faces are not symmetric. When when we inject it, one side may take quicker than the other side, and it did for me. One of my eyebrows was moving more than the other, and it looked a little freaky for like <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, but we didn't even but have to re-inject. We it did just it. Kicked in. It like, kicked in, and yeah. it worked, and it was done. And absolutely, it. it that's something that we always tell patients too is don't panic. Like it, it doesn't happen to everybody. Some people react evenly and it's fine. Some people don't. Um, so we just don't want you to panic if that does happen. Totally. Um, I mean, we could go into this details forever. Um, so a lot of people ask, um, you know, are there times in life where we shouldn't be using Botox or Dysport? And, and that's a great question um, for us. It's definitely a no-go during pregnancy or in your breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. The reason being is there's just not enough studies done and, and there should not be studies done on, on pregnant women. And, just not um, worth it. Exactly, and fetuses. So um, the answer to that is absolutely no if you're breastfeeding pregnant. And then there's some neuromuscular disorders. Obviously, the mechanism of action of the drug kind of changes things within the nerve cells. So there's certain times where it's not appropriate mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And another question we get is what if I do this this one time and then I just stop doing it? Is it going to harm me? Is it going to look any different? And the answer is no, you will just go back to exactly the way you were before. You know, it's a medication. It works for a certain amount of time. And once it wears off, you're just, you go back to your normal muscle contraction and muscle movement. And those lines may form again once, you know, the, the movement comes back in your muscles. Absolutely. So definitely not harmful. 
Well, that's all we have. There's, I mean, we could talk about this for hours and hours on end for sure, but mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we could meet with you guys today. If you have any questions at all, please reach out to us on social media at loom, L-U-M underscore aesthetics on Instagram or find us on Facebook or our website. Um, but we would love some questions from you guys and we look forward to talking to you at our next podcast. So thanks for tuning into the skinny. All things aesthetics and skincare. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye.